0: Welcome to this latest edition of The Real Deal podcast on this Sunday, November 3rd, 2000, 2019. I'm Real Quinn. This is a very special edition of the podcast. We are not talking sports and pop sports. We're going to do a little pop culture, a lot of pop culture with the Power season uh, season 6 mid-mid-year finale, mid-season finale. We're going to talk about the episode Talk about what the, episode, the show might be looking like uh, for the future. And again, a lot to chew on in this particular episode. It was um, a ghost-dominated episode, to say the least. As always, I'm streaming live on my YouTube channel, Real Deal Podcast. You can check it out. Um, you can check it out, Real Deal Podcast. We will be uh, putting, this up, putting this episode up anywhere from uh, 20 to 30 minutes after the episode has aired after the podcast is completed also it will be go on this will go on blog talk radio as well as well as stitcher stitcher twitter and a number of uh, spotify a number of other platforms and outlets you will be able to check us out so we're going to begin with the opening scene that was with a phone call with tyreek not a phone call but a text message a phone call with tyreek he tried a ghost opens trying to uh, is uh, at his hotel, his hotel, he is trying to make amends for, uh, he wants to speak to Tariq. Of course, later down the episode, we will find out what, what, what it, what it was that he wants to speak to Tariq about. I think at this point he wanted to somewhat uh, kind of apologize and maybe apologize for what happened between them and the club leaving off the last episode. I don't think he was unnecessarily getting to the, the, um, the gist of what he wanted Tyreek to do uh, at that point. But he leaves a message, leaves a message on Tyreek's phone. And then we see him make his way uh to a breakfast meeting with uh Ramona and uh Lanetta and, and Linetta, who is of course running for governor and wanted him to be her, his running mate. He's been made aware that he's going to be the uh, you know he's going to be her running mate. Uh Ramona had that at, showed him that announcement when they were on the phone in the hotel room, that uh, that that Lanetta had made that announcement that Ghost would be indeed her uh, lieutenant governor, her lieutenant governor in uh, in New York. They meet up for breakfast, and uh, immediately uh, she Ramona uh, Lanetta asked about the Queen of Childs project. Of course, Ghost that was shut down uh, by Tate in the lab. By, that was shut down by Tate. So basically, uh, Lynette is going to says, "Hey, you can come up with the site or the Queens Child project, or I'm going to be looking for another candidate." And she made it clear that Rashad Tate would be that candidate. Remember, Lynette is looking for a um, looking for a black candidate uh, to you know show that she's inclusive and uh, outside go outside of ghosts. In her eyes, Tate would be the best would be the best candidate. So now. Goes to scrambling for uh, some money, for not only money but a site uh, for, for the Queen's Child project. He goes to um, he goes back to where his uh, to a club, a bar where his father used to own, used to own, and now is being run by um, by a guy named Uncle Gabe. Now, Uncle Gabe, I don't know if that's his real life uncle. I get a sense that that was his uncle that they you know he was the dude, the guy with him the guy who's played by Glenn Turman was uh, close friends with his father. And he just happened to call him uncle uh, just as a a term of love and respect. So basically, you know, at first they don't get into, they, you know, he's talking to him about this place and goes, you know, talks to, you know, goes, buys the place from him. Uh, He doesn't, he didn't think that, that uh, uncle Gabe initially, uh, initially recognized him but it turns out as soon as he, as soon as he says he's laid eyes on Ghost uh, that he recognized him calls him Jamie uh, you know talks about you know he hasn't been around a neighborhood for a long time uh, it was a place that, that you know Ghost wanted to get away from and didn't want and really never came back he, the key part of that scene is he also he talked you know they didn't get too much in depth, in depth into this but he tells his father he tells, uh, he shed some light on what might have happened, what might transpire with his father. His father apparently told on some drug dealers that were around the way, and it's I, I get the sense that that, again, I get the sense that that, uh, that that, that 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 those guys might have killed his father. Again, that maybe that's something that, that could be told in, in the spinoff, or I can't see them dealing with that in the, in the next five episodes. But uh, I get some, I get the sense that that his father. Was it was involved in some stuff that Asvada um, was involved with some stuff that we haven't haven't heard about in the previous five, not only in this season but in the previous five seasons as well. Uh, not illegal stuff, but again, I get the sense that they might, you know, they told off from drug dealers around the way. They got them in some trouble, maybe they you know, and maybe they possibly killed them, but they they didn't go into uh, further depth. They didn't go into uh, a lot of details about that. So Ghost not only gets the site, he gets the capital from Simon Stern, who, of course, as usual, Simon Stern wants uh, his piece of the cut. As far as wanting a favor from Ghost, once Ghost gets to Albany and gets it to to the state house, you have, you know, if you're Simon Stern, you're going to have a, you know, a friend in a high place as a lieutenant governor. So he gets the money from Stern. He secures the site. and now, you know, he's absolutely on on cloud nine. He lets um, he lets uh, Ramona know that he has secured the site. After that, you see uh, Blanca Rodriguez have a uh, get a sneak get a warrant to uh, get a warrant to search Ghost's a hotel sneak and peek as she called it, where she where she goes in while he wasn't there. While he wasn't there. And has basically, you know, make sure that everything was left in place while before they got there. The same way they got there. Once they leave, she finds the phone uh, that was planted by um, by Dre in the uh, previous episode. That was planted by Dre. Finds that uh, finds that phone, and um, you know, of course, without Ghost knows nothing about that. So you had that going on. Uh, then you had uh, during the introduction to where uh, Lanetta introduces Ghost to, uh, you know, to everybody, to the public at Truth. Um, You have Tommy. You have Tommy in Club Truth standing kind of in the shadows, clapping uh, with a, you know, with a devilish, you know, with a kind of devilish look on his face. Tommy's looking. Tommy's looking to, you know, he's kind of in the background. He's clapping as Ghost gets introduced as uh, the new running mate for um, for Loretta, uh, for Loretta, uh, Loretta. Uh, so you had that going on again. Tommy was in the background, then he then he uh disappeared. Now, you want to know things that you wonder about, as far as um, she gets to how Blanca gets the warrant. Okay, Blanca gets that warrant, um, and she gets that warrant for the sneak and peek. And that would later. That would later in the episode catch up to her. So, Ghost get, Ghost gets introduced. He goes to now the Reina's grave site where he's putting where he, you know has some flowers. Or not putting flowers where he's uh, speaking to you know talking to uh, you know Reina. Tasha comes out of nowhere. Not comes out of nowhere, but comes with some flowers. She uh, reminds him. Reminds him that she always shows up there. Wow, that might have been the first appearance he's made there since maybe episode one, season five, when you remember he made that um, he made that uh, appearance with, with with Dre snuck up to him and basically threatened his life with the with the cartel or tried to uh, tried to, tried to threaten his life with saying that the cartel would kill him. That was like that was like episode one of season five. That might have been the last time he. Um, that might have been the last time that he told that he went that he went to Rain's grave. Now I want to get back to when Ghost got back to his hotel. when he went Ghost goes back to his hotel to let Ramona know that uh he secured the site and also has the capital and, and the site for the Queens, uh for the Queen's Child project. Someone was watching Ghost during that particular time. Someone in, in a car was watching Ghost. I and this was this happened a couple times during the episode where where someone was spying on Ghost. Now, who knows who it was? Um, who knows who it was? I, I don't, you know it could have been a number. It could have been any. It could have been Blanca Rodriguez. It could have been Tommy. It could have. You just don't know who it was. So someone, but they did not. You know, they did not let you know who. Was watching Ghost during uh, during that time uh, in that particular. You just you just saw a car, so uh, keep that in mind. Um, this was after the Stern meeting. So after the Stern meeting, Tommy Tommy texts Ghost saying, you know, Tommy texts Ghost saying we need to meet. Uh, Tommy Ghost meets Tommy Ghost meets Tommy um, on the hotel at the mm-hmm. rooftop. They basically, you know, Ghost basically says, listen, I want, the, I am done. I'm done. This is my next move. Um, I'm walking away from you. I'm, basically, this is, I mean, this is it. Tommy admits to Ghost that he uh, he knows that he did not kill Lakeisha. How now, all of a sudden, Tommy figured that out? Maybe, I, mean, I guess this was Tommy's way of apologizing for overreacting, for accusing Ghost of to um, of, accusing, of, of killing Lakeisha, No they never explained to us why, how Tommy knew, how Tommy thought that Ghost killed Lakeisha, nor did they explain to us how Tommy, how Tommy believes that th- believes that Ghost, or knows that Ghost did not kill Lakeisha. So that never was explained on the rooftop. You hear Tommy on the rooftop, and th- this, this little snippet of this scene came out earlier this week in regards to um, basically Tommy saying, hey, you know the game is the game. No uh, friends on the street. Kane is all is that, and you know, you know, Ghost responds, and basically, again, basically, Ghost was saying, you know, listen, I'm, you need me, but I don't need you. Even if you hate me, you need to hate me. So, Ghost Tommy is about to pull, pulls out the gun, but then again, you knew Tommy wasn't wasn't going to shoot him. Pulls out the gun, and basically, you know, Tommy's saying, listen, I have nothing right now. You get everything. I have nothing you come on top, I'm on the bottom as usual. So in the midst of this before anything could happen between those two as far as anything physical or Tommy raising, you know, pointing the gun at him, uh shots come out of nowhere on this rooftop. And again, Ghost initially thinks it was it was Tommy's people's, Tommy's let let's Ghost know, hey, this is my people's, you know, you had my people set up. You have my people sent to jail. And by the way, Tommy but Tommy still believes that Ghost for whatever reason, he doesn't believe that Ghost killed the feature, but he still believes that Ghost snitched him out and dined him out and, and got his got his uh his his laundry not his laundry, his warehouse shut down and got two bit and spanky and, and uh I forgot the other guy's name, Two Bit Spanky and the other distro not distro, but the other Premier locked up. Uh, I think it's Carlos and the other Premier locked up so he believes that, but doesn't believe that uh but doesn't believe that uh, Lakeisha kills him. So they they had shots coming out of nowhere. Tommy claims there's two people taking shots, and then all of a sudden, and, and both of them had guns. Uh ghost came to the meeting with a gun. Once Tommy sent them the text that they wanted to meet up, and of course, you know, Tommy is always strapped. Um, so they're both shooting, you know, they're both defending themselves, shooting back. And all of a sudden, Tommy they split up. You hear a number of gunshots and Tommy disappears. And what you see, Ghost goes into this abandoned building where the shots were coming out of. And you see the guy who was hired by Tate, this guy named Will that was hired by Tate to spy on Ghost. You see him shot dead. Now, Again, I'm ass- we're assuming, and maybe this is an unfair assumption, we're assuming that Tommy shot this guy. Again, it doesn't make I guess this is a question that is gonna be explained on uh in the future episodes, maybe even in the spinoff, in, in terms of what was going why how did Tommy just disappear? Who was it besides Will that got shot? That got shot and killed, that was shooting at ghosts? Was it just Will? Was it another person? Like what where did this come out? Where, where did like who who signed off on this? Who in you know, who initiated this? Remember, this guy who was shot and killed, um, presumably presumably by Tommy, was hired by Governor Tate, uh, by Councilman Tate, to uh, spy on Ghost. He was that guy, and he was the guy that called in, that was uh, calling you know, called in Tate to let Ghost know, to let Tate know that Ghost was about to drive to go after, to go after Tommy in the one episode where Tom, where Ghost crashed into Tommy's truck and uh, or ambulance and, and shot at him in two bit. So I don't know why this guy was shooting at Ghost. I mean, he was, I, I, that that to me is one of the questions. That's one of the unanswered questions. And there were a number of unanswered questions in this episode, but that was one of the unanswered questions in this episode. Getting back to the, the um, <coughs> so when Ghost went to uh, the meeting, Went, uh, to when Ghost went to Ray, grave gravesite. He lets Tasha know that the divorce is basically final. She can have her, you know, her old name back, Tasha Green. I'm moving on not only with my political career, but I'm moving on in my personal life with uh, with uh, Ramona. Um, he has let he's letting Ramona know that you know how he feels about her and what have you. You know, once they got the Queen's Child project. And all that sight and all that nailed down. He kisses her. She kisses him when well, she tells her the news in her cl- in his club about yeah, uh, he locked down the Queen's Child project site and also the money uh to go behind it. And he, you know, lets her know, you know, how he feels. Then he t- again, he tells Tasha at the grave site. Tasha, of course, is not surprised at all. Um, not surprised by that. And he uh lets Tasha know that, listen, you know, I'm moving on. Uh, you can have, I'm not going to get in your way anymore and so on and so on. And Tasha kind of has a, I don't know, say an angry look, but kind of like a, like a, wow, he's really leaving my life. Like that type of look. It was kind of like a sad melancholy look that Tasha had on her face in this scene. Um, you had that, uh, you had that going on with, in terms of that. Now, You also, you had a meeting with Tasha where Tyreek brings, again, I'm going out of order, somewhat a little bit out of order with this, but I'm just knocking down these key, just trying to give you these key scenes in the episode. Uh, You have a meeting where you have Tyreek bring Dre to the club. You have Tyreek bring Dre to the club. Initially, Tyreek comes in basically saying, "Look, I don't want to fight no more." I th- it seems like Dre. It seems like uh, Ghost is going to apologize to Tyreek, but before they even get into a full conversation, Tyreek says, "Hey, here's Dre? I have a friend with me." He brings in Dre. Ghost, of course, says, "Basically, you know, you know what the hell is he doing here?" And Tyreek lets Ghost know that Dre had has information on him, and we're, we're assuming in regards to the killing of Ray Ray. And assuming that Dre, Dre has already told the cops that Tyreek kills Ray, that Tyreek killed Ray Ray. Uh, so Ghost meets with with Tyreek, excuse me, meets with Dre and Dre basically tries to, um, ask Ghost for money, says he has to get out of town. Ghost basically, you know, agrees to giving him $250,000, but then along with that, just absolutely berates Ghost, berates Ghost. um, um, Dre and says called him a wannabe gangster. Told him, said he basically had all the potential in the world. And you know, Dre tries to, you know, Dre tries to clap back, but Ghost is in total control of that scene because he's asking Ghost for money. And basically Ghost lets him know, as usual, you need me. As usual. You need me. And this was a theme, a common theme in this episode where Ghost seemingly was telling every character, everybody that was willing to listen about, basically, about themselves. He was telling everybody that was willing to listen about themselves. He has a meeting. Also, uh, you have Councilman Tate come in uh, to the club, seemingly to, to congratulate Ghost on uh, you know becoming Lieutenant Governor. And Ghost, and he also felt like he was also coming in to uh, to say something to, to kind of give Ghost a heads up before Councilman Tate can give Ghost a heads up on what was going on with the cops and Tyreek. Again, Ghost goes into this basically, you know, F you mode of I'm going to say I'm I'm going to tell you how I feel about you. Hey, you never should have been a you. Maybe politics is not your game. Maybe you just should have been a cop. You always come out a loser. I mean, he went full like like he went went in on, on Councilman Tate to the point where you you see you see Lorenz Tate's face and he's squinting and he's making his and he's getting angrier and angrier. And I mean, and the thing about it, it was nothing. Nothing that that councilman Tate could do or say about it. And that and you wonder what was he going to tell ghosts. Before Ghost went in on him, he it, again. It sounds like he came in there. It sounds like he came in there to, to give Ghost a heads up on the cops looking into Tyreek, or the cops looking in, in on the, the possible. You know, maybe I don't think Tate knew about the arrest warrant that Blanca had at this point. That we hadn't gotten that far along in the episode at that point. But he said, it's, "When when Ghost mentioned um, Tyreek texts him back, texts him, gets him a return text." Because uh, they wanted to meet up. Because he told Tasha he wanted to meet with Tyreek back in his hotel room. So when he did receive that text. Ghost uh, lets Tate know. Look I gotta go see my son. And then Tate responds like oh your son. And right then in that moment. That's when Ghost just goes. Not berserk. But just goes in on this tangent. Of just ripping Tate. And basically just I mean just, just going all the way in. So we don't know. We don't know what. Exactly, Tate was going to tell Ghost whether about Tyreek in that situation or whether it was about um, what the cops were looking into, how the cops were were looking into him. I don't, I I think the Tyreek situation, I don't know where he was going to say Tyreek was going to get kicked out of school or something like that. I'm assuming that it was uh, that in regards to Tyreek, that it had to be about the, uh, that it might have been about the Ray Ray situation. And in regards to the Ray Ray situation, remember, Fifty Cent, Lala, Fifty Cent, Lala, Kanan. At this point, Tasha and Tasha and, and Ghost are out alib- of alibis in regards to what what transpired what what transpired with Ray Ray. The cops basically know, and Black and Rodriguez in, in particular knows that Tyreek killed Ray Ray, and they and they were going to use that, uh, use that against Ghost. Now. The meeting at the penthouse with Ghost and Tasha. So Ghost and Tasha go through the penthouse. Um, I don't know if it was if Tasha is going to be is was Tasha going to be taking it over or where they were just going to be selling it. I don't know how like I don't know what was going. I don't know why they had to meet up there, but they end up meeting up there, and that's when go that's when Tasha. Um. Tasha basically, in in in, many, in his many words, even before she got to the point about Tyreek, in his many words, Tasha was 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 basically almost crying out for her old life. When like when they were married, she was in the penthouse, and you know he's basically and Ghost basically apologized for everything that he's ever done to her. Then she round she relent she lets him know that Tyreek is in trouble, uh, in regards to the cops because they they basically they've run out of. Uh, the alibis are not the, the alibis are not are, are not good anymore in regards to you know the Keisha and the cops are trying to figure that out. So, um, Ghost says to uh, Tasha, basically, "Hey, maybe the best thing for for him to do is to turn himself in." And at this point, you first you felt like at this point that Tasha could be one of the guy one of the suspects who would you know. Felt like Tasha could be somebody who uh, could flip, could can completely turn on Ghost with that with that statement. Tasha, of course, is all is against it completely. Um, Ghost, Ghost actually made sense in the, in this scene. I thought when you consider that they were basically out of alibis with Kanan and Lala and what have you. If I'm Ghost and I'm in, you know, if I I'm a major political figure. I have the type of means and the type of resources that could that could keep my son out of jail. He was absolutely right. He explains to Tasha, any jury would understand a kid in a fit of rage killing someone who shot his sister. So I actually think Ghost was right, and from this standpoint, uh, but Tasha really wasn't was basically wasn't trying to hear it, was not trying to hear it at all from that standpoint, and um, he lets Tasha know as he seemingly let everybody know. In this episode, no one is gonna stop me. And he said this, I counted now, it may have been more. He said this, no one's gonna stop me at least six times over the course of the episode. He said to Tasha, he said to Councilman Um, I believe he said to Councilman Tate, he said to Tommy, he said it to um said who else he say it to you know, he said it to, he, said to he, didn't, he didn't he not he didn't say it to Dre. But he said at least he said at least six times over the course of the episode that no one was going um to stop him so the meeting he also let tasha know that she that he realized that she killed lakeisha uh she tries to play dumb but he knows she he she knows that he knows that uh that he knows what happened and and that he that he's been figured out so that she's been figured out from that standpoint. So anyway, so from that standpoint, the re- that's, imp- that's that that particular uh, part was important because basically um you know, he has something over her from that standpoint. She also she brings up Terry Silver. He basically call, he basically dares her to, you know, he dares her to uh come at him about Terry Silver. Um he explains to her that him being in in the office in that particular position is is the best thing for the family because the kind of the type of power that he would have. Um, she tries to, you know, tries to explain to him, well, you know, what about looking, what about them looking into your past and looking, you know, basically doing background checks and things of that nature. He's he explains to her that she's already they've already done background checks, that they, he's he's come up clean and that if he goes to jail for Tyreek, which is what he told Tyreek and I believe season five in season five he told Tyreek. That he would take that he would take the weight if something if if the, if the alibis fell apart and uh, now if that was a last resort that he would go to jail he told Tyreek this last season, but things have changed and he's about to be in office right now so he says that if he goes to jail then they will look into Tasha and her drug you know he called it drug daycare Tyreek and the whole they, it best would be it would be terrible for the entire family if he were to go to jail and again he makes perfect sense. Like go like he makes absolute perfect sense. Now he moves now, Tyreek meets Ghost at the hotel. He explains to go um, he meets Ghost at the hotel uh reluctantly and Ghost explains to him that you should take the weight. That you should take the weight. We will I will have we will I will support you from, from you know from start to finish in regards to this, that you will, you know, you won't be, you know, locked up per se that you're, you know, that, you know, that you can get off in terms of military, but said something about military camp that you, so from that standpoint, and Tyreek is just, at this point, Tyreek is not only, he's as much devastated and hurt as he is angry. Uh, Tyreek, uh, you know, he felt, you know, he feels betrayed. He explains, you know, lets ghosts know, you know, basically calls him a liar. He said, you lied to my face. He said that the ghost, similar to what he said to Tasha last um in season four, late in season four, after um after Rainer was not well before before Rainer was killed, there'd be you remember he said that to uh to Tasha about their lifestyle and things of that nature, about how they grew up about them lying to how he, to how him and Ghost her and Ghost had grew up and about all all the stuff, you know, the street stuff. But anyway, he says he tells Ghost, Hey, you lied to my face Again, he we've seen Tyreek get angry at Ghost a number of times in the last two seasons, particularly this season and last season. This was more. This was pain. This was pain. This was pure pain. This was like a. This was betrayal in his eyes. And um, you know, Ghost says, "Hey, this, I feel like this is the best thing for the family. My situation has changed in regards to where I'm at in life right now." And Tyreek, you know, calls him selfish. Says you do things in for your best, uh, for your best interest. And, but in that scene, he does get Ghost to admit to killing Breeze. He says, Ghost says, listen, Breeze, I gave Breeze one last chance. I gave Breeze one last chance to make, to change his mind, to change his mind, and he didn't. So I had to shoot him. I had, so I had to kill him. And that's important, that giving Breeze one last chance and and Tariq, Tariq hearing that he gave Breeze one last, um, one last chance so you have that um you had that scene going on uh you have a with the medium of tyreek and then we now we get to the final scene where um I, before we get to that there was a scene that i left out here that i left out with rodriguez um, yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, Sachs, Tamika, who was Sachs's lawyer, and Warner. Poor, important scene from this standpoint. It was realized Warner realizes that Sachs planted the cell phone in Ghost's hotel. That Sachs or either Sachs did it or had somebody plant the cell phone in Ghost's hotel room. So he basically uh, Blanca realizes that Sachs has, realizes that Sachs has been using her. Warner calls out Blanca for allowing Sachs to use her. And Tamika's basically telling Warner, hey, look, you could throw Sachs in jail or go after or go after James St. Patrick. Which one? Or, or have your office look basically look embarrassed and incompetent based on how based on based on the way how this evidence was planted by Sachs. So she basically so at that point. Warner decides to Warner decides to basically split the difference. They decide to uh, go after Ghost, henceforth Blanca Rodriguez having an arrest warrant, which we'll talk about for Ghost. And Sachs, um, Sachs not of course is fired from, you know, is no longer with the, with the department, but he also was, was going to have to do some del- jail time in Tamika let him know that in his apartment as he's getting drunk that he was going to probably have to do some uh do some um do some jail time um behind that you know do some, end up doing some jail time so you get you had that you have dre cutting a re um you have dre cutting a deal ghost has dre um locked up has dre set up he was supposed to meet them to give him the money he has uh ghost again calls him you know has to has the tape sent to, um, with the footage of, of Dre going up, going up the, um, elevator and where, um, Jason Mitchich was killed. He has that sent to the police. The police pick him up for the murder of Jason Mil- Milchich, Mitchich, Mitchich, which we know he didn't do, but again, the, again, ghost was, uh, um, not ghost. Dre was seen by the off duty, uh, by uh security guard. And he was also, he's the only person, and he's the only person that was seen. Going up, up the stairs, up the elevator. So he has him, he has Dre set up. Dre cuts a side deal with Rodriguez, who claimed, who asked him how much whether or not Ghost had anything to do with the, the killing of Terry Silver. Ghost at first, Dre says, "No, I didn't. Um, no, he didn't tell me. I actually saw him do it." So basically, so basically, he's coerced by Rodriguez to tell him. To snitch on Ghosts, so you had that going on. So now Rodriguez has an arrest warrant for Ghosts, and Dre is cut is cut for is cut loose by the police. So the final scene, you had the party, the celebration at Truth. We know over the course of this series that they've had a number of uh, important scenes take place. Season one. You know, Holly getting shot when Pink Sneakers tried to shoot Ghosts. You had Ghosts getting arrested in season three at the with, by Angela. Um, so a number of things have happened in truth over the course of this um, over the course of this series. This uh, this was no different. Uh, this is a, this was the last scene. This was the last scene. Of, of of the show of the uh of the show again this was a an hour and 17 minute show hour and 20 minute show ghost is stand you know he's in full glory at this point uh he turned he, he's with ramona he's already met with Simon they've already you know they're cool they're you know they you know they're having a good time the party's winding down uh Ramona uh they again they kiss they kiss in public and, you know, Ramona, he basically says, I'll meet you back at my hotel in an hour. Uh, Tyreek shows up at the club with an all-black suit on. And Tyreek basically says, says, tries to uh, confirm, reconfirm confirm again, hey, you still, you sure you still want me to, uh, to turn myself in? So he gives Ghost another chance. He gives Ghost another opportunity to say, no, son, I'll, I will take the weight. You're good. Ghost says, "Nah, no, Tyreek. I think this is the best thing." Ghost is introduced to. Uh, he also, <coughs> excuse me, introduces him to uh, Simon Stern, um, which wasn't a big deal, but that, that was just a part of that scene. And Tyreek then walks away. Uh, walks away. We don't see Tyreek again. Um, again, he kisses Ramona. They they choose to meet back at the or they. Plan to meet back at Ghost's hotel uh, in an hour. So, Ghost at this point is wrapping it up. He's turning off all the lights. And during this time, there's a montage running of people who want to kill Ghost. So, who have motive motive to kill Ghost. Pods, there's a scene I left out too Pods, Ghost Pods comes to Ghost's hotel, not hotel, comes to Ghost's club early on, says, asking, and knowing that Ghost did not kill Angela, but Ghost refuses to tell her that um refuses to tell her that she uh, who killed Angela. So he refuses to tell her that. He basically tells her, I don't know. If I I don't know, I can't tell you because I don't know. Uh so she doesn't get that closure. The cops talk to Consumer Tate, says we have nothing on Ghost. And again, this is assuming this is assuming this happened before. This happened before. Um, this happened, you know, all in you know one scene. In in terms of telling, uh, in terms of Paz and Tate, this happened within seconds of each other. Where it seems like Ghost is going to get away scot free. Tate said they tell the cops, tell Tate, nope, we don't have anything on him. We're not moving. Office is not moving forward. The AUSA is not moving forward in terms of pressing any charges. They tell Paz the same thing. Sachs finds out. Again, the same thing, basically the same thing, that Ghost is not going to get charges, anything charges pressed against him. Pressed against him, he's drinking. Then once Tamika leaves, Saks, during all this time, Sax goes to his closet, pulls out a gun, walks out of his apartment, and you see Sax, Tasha, Tommy, Dre driving, Pause. Paz has a gun. Tommy, you know, of course, has a gun. Dre has a gun, and he's driving. Um, Tasha, they did not show they showed just Tasha walking. I didn't see Tasha with a gun. Uh, of course we know Sachs has a gun. And they show Michael Rainey Jr. Um they show uh Tyreek walking on the steps of uh of the of a seemingly seemingly like it was a subway, or walking on the steps of a subway. So you have all these characters who have more than more than enough motive to kill ghosts headed in the same direction, seemingly headed to truth. At the same time, of course, we only we all know that only one of them made the truth for the uh, the grand finale. And that's where we get up. That's where we we come in terms of where Ghost is at. He's at his club. The party's over. He's winding down, uh, turning off lights. All of a sudden, Blanca Rodriguez is headed towards the club with an arrest warrant. She had a, she has an arrest warrant in hand. She's outside the club. And then you hear a gunshot. She hears the gun. Banker Rodriguez hears the gunshot, and you see Ghost, at that point falling with a with a gunshot wound to his chest. He's falling backwards, going looking up, like looking to, looking up as he's falling. Um, they're playing a Big Rich Town acapella by Jacob Banks. By um, I think yeah, Jacob Banks is singing acapella. And that is how <coughs> that is how the episode ends with Ghost falling to maybe his death. We don't know. And <coughs> they have they of course left us with a lot of questions on a you know on a if you're old enough to remember this on a who shot Jr. Remember 1981? I believe it was 1981 season. Uh, the last episode of, of Dallas, the season finale of Dallas in 81, I believe, where J.R. Ewing, the protag- one of the protagonists of that show and the character everybody loved to hate was shot and no one knew who it was shot. No one knew who did it in the course of the following season. So this was similar to that. So a number of unanswered questions. Um, the obvious is, number one, who shot Ghosts? Is Ghost dead? All right, so you had that. Also, what did Ghost ask 2-Bit to do in prison? Ghost makes a call to 2-Bit in prison. He asked him, um, and at first 2-Bit was reluctant, but 2-Bit, Ghost told him, look, it's money and revenge involved. After that, 2-Bit agreed to it. After that, the conversation was over. How 2-Bit got the phone, he got the phone through Vincent, uh, through Vincent, Ghost put a, a gun to Vincent's head and basically asked him for, the, for that favor. In return, that he would, he says that basically he would take care of Vincent once he got into the state house, in, in regards to not, you know, looking, looking, uh, you know, looking towards organized crime versus looking towards terrorism. So that's a question. What did Ghost ask 2Bit? Now, Spanky was also in, in the prison in the same cell as 2Bit, as, as but it was 2Bit that was on the phone with ghosts, What did Ghost ask 2-Bit to do? That's, that's to me, that's going to be answered in the next few episodes, in the next five episodes. Two, another question. How did Tommy know about the, the Proctor recording? During their conversation on the roof, Tommy brings up to Ghost, hey, did you know about the fact that the Proctor had this recording on us—did uh, you know about the, the Proctor had this recording? Ghost but Mr. saying, "Yes, I, I knew it, but I thought he told me that he destroyed it." How did Tommy know about the recording? Like that is a major piece of of, of just of information that never got answered. Uh, we already went over what was Tate about to tell Ghost at the club in regards to Tyreek and, and the cops. We already went over um, who was watching Ghost at the meeting, after we after the Stern meeting, when he went back to his hotel earlier in the episode, who was shooting at Tommy and Ghost on the Roof. And, of course, Will died. Was Will the only one? So, basically, I, you know, I think overall... Um, I was disappointed in the episode because I thought about this show overall to where they were at in season 1 through season 3. The first two, the first three seasons, I felt like it, the show wasn't was in a great place. I felt like this the show was not this over the top soap opera. Um the, this episode and the, this last season it became like empire. They really did. Um, I didn't think that I, I, I knew within the first five to ten minutes that they were gonna, that they were going to shoot ghosts. Like I watched enough episodic episode television, I watched enough of these shows to know when they when you start seeing a character gets a lot, get a lot of scenes, and they start zeroing in on a the character, they're going to kill that particular character. We've seen it time and I mean they've done this especially Power. Power's done this with Holly. They've done this with. Um, they've done this with. with uh, they did. It with, they did it with Lala. They started They start giving uh, characters more than their share, more than than normal in terms of lines and scenes. And remember, I. I and I'll say this: This is the one positive out of this whole episode. Uh, the Omari Hardwick performance was tremendous. It was. He was. It was a Emmy caliber performance. He was tremendous in this episode. His acting was off the charts good. It wasn't good. It was great. So he he was yeah, he was unbelievable in this episode. I mean, he really was. But when you, but I knew within five minutes, and especially when, he's, when he keeps repeating, "No one can stop me. No one can stop me." I, I like they're gonna shoot him. They're gonna shoot him. There's no question in my mind at that point. So I think if you ask me who did it, I think I would have to bet. I would take a guess, and the probably was I would say Tyreek. Because I think Tyreek gave him an opportunity to change his mind, just like he said, he gave Breeze the opportunity to change his mind, and I think him telling him, Tim telling Tyreek that story about Breeze and confessing that story, having him admit to killing Breeze, I, I think he gave, and that gave him a lifeline in, in regards to Tyreek. Tyreek said, "Okay, I'll give you one more chance to take back, to to, to turn yourself in, and to take the weight from me. I'll give you one more chance." He came back to the club, calm, cool, non-confrontational. Just saying, "Hey, Dad, but you know, are you going to? Are you? Did you rethink what we talked about?" And Ghost was like, "Nah, yeah, I'm. It's the best day." So I, I think it's going to come out that Tyreek killed Ghost. Um, killed uh, shot Ghost. I think Ghost is dead. I listen. I. I can't see them dragging out his death over the course of the last five episodes, where he's in a coma and and what have you. I, I don't believe that whatsoever. I, I just don't believe that 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 they will go that route. Nor should they go that route. Now again, I completely disagree with them shooting and killing ghosts in this episode. I I just don't see how you can have a show moving forward without that character, a character who everything is centered around. I don't want to. I don't want to be looking at the next five episodes, um, contemplating or thinking about who having a a, you know Columbo, who done it. I don't. That does not interest me at all in trying to uncover who killed Ghost and and that being over that that um, you know taking up the the time of taking up five episodes. So to me, again, it's a major mistake. I think it's absolutely a a, a shock value, you know, tight move. Um, I'm tired of Courtney Kemp teasing deaths. She teased the uh, death. She said there was going to be a big death in episode eight. She said in death, episode 10, there was, was, was even going to be a bigger death. So from that standpoint, Ghost is dead. Because Lala was a, was a death in episode eight. This episode, and for a minute, I thought, I thought Dre was going to die in prison because I thought that's what Ghost was going to tell Two Bit to do, finish finish Dre off in prison. And he may again, we don't know. He may have told he may have told him to do that, and it might be. And Two Bit of course didn't know the deal that Dre cut with uh, with Blanca, so who knows about that? I, but I, that's I thought Dre was going to die at that point in the episode where I like oh he's going to get killed in prison. But I again I'd be shocked if, if Ghost if the character of Ghost is not dead. Um again, it's, I think it's a major flaw, a major mistake by the show to to try to do a show without that character. I don't care about flashbacks. I don't care about you know uncovering things about ghosts that we may not have known about or the investigation and leading up to how he got killed and who killed him. That doesn't interest me at all. it really doesn't because to me when you when you do something like this. It keeps other storylines at a standstill. How how is Tyreek's character going to develop moving forward? What are they going to do with Tommy? Tommy doesn't have no distro. He has no friends. Like, what are they going to do with that character? Okay, with, with Tommy's character. So again, these last five episodes, um, I don't understand. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I. In regards to this, I, again, I, I'd be surprised, and shocked if if if, if 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 the character of Ghost is alive, but I don't know what the next, the last five episodes are going to do, are going to are, are going to be looking like. I can't, for the life of me, I can't guess. Uh, I thought they had plenty of meat on the bone in regards to the character of Ghost with the political stuff, with you know his relationship with Tariq and what have you. There is not like this. It was a situation where you had like like Angela last season where that basically, that story was out of character. It was, you know, they ran out of story with Angela. You knew there was no there were no more places they can go with the Angela character. There were a number of places you can go with the Jamie, with, with, with the ghost character that you could still go with the ghost character. And to me, the biggest problem... These characters without ghosts don't interest me as much. I'm not interested in a Dre and a Tasha or a Tommy as much without ghosts, or even Tyreek for that matter without ghosts. I like he again. He's like the sun in terms of in terms of that show. Like all the energy comes from that from his character. Everything centers around him. And again, I think they took the this was lazy writing from my standpoint. It was a lazy. Uh, Soap opera type. It was an Empire type move. This is what Empire ended up looking like the last three seasons. And why nobody was basically watching it for like the last two or three seasons. Which they did not have to do. At all. They did not have to go in this direction. I'd be very curious uh, to hear Courtney Kemp. She's going to be doing an interview tomorrow. On another show. I I, I cannot wait to hear. What uh, she has to say. um, What she has to say about. The uh, about that, about the ending, about the season, about what the show's gonna be looking like moving forward. Now, I, if, if you are gonna tell me that they want to kill Ghost in season episode 15 and then have the spinoffs talk about how he became Ghost and things of that nature and doing stuff on Tyree, okay, and even that was to me was a stretch. I thought he, he needed to be a part of at least one of the spinoffs, but you. Trying to sell us on this show for the last five episodes with no Omari Hardwick is, I, I don't think you can do that. I, I don't think you can, I, I don't think it's possible. Like, I don't think that's a move that just, that, um I, I don't think that they can pull it off. Let me be honest with you. I don't think that they will be able to pull it off. We'll see what happens. Um We are going to. Talk about those episodes in depth. We're gonna have we're gonna dedicate five shows similar to this one about the uh, each after each episode. So I hope you enjoyed this. Give me your feedback, your thoughts, some of your predictions on what you what you think is going to happen. Again, um, it's coming back January fifth, so that's not that's not too far from now. Too far from from um, you know a couple months off after the Christmas season. They come back January fifth. Um, They're going to do five straight episodes. So we will have a show, a podcast for each one of those five episodes. As always, this is the real Dill Power Podcast, telling it like it is with no apologies. Thanks for listening. I'm out.